Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining us once again on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Courtesy of our friends from across the pond at Boxing247.com, where you can get most of those holes filled in uh, that I might leave out. Uh, they, they put up a great number of pictures and complete stories where I mainly go through the headlines and uh, summarize a lot of the stories that have been reported by them. Um, in the, in the realm of uh, what might be to come in 2022, and welcome, by the, by the way, to the new year, I see that uh, George Gombosis could be forced to face uh, Lomo, uh, Lomachenko with the WBO expected to order a fight, interestingly enough. In other weird news that you see, it's not necessarily news, but it's making the headlines, I see that Dillian White wants $10 million for his fight with Fury. And it's not happening, says Bob Arum. So those are some of the things that we're covering right now. But let's, let's get on to the news of the day. I see there was a fight on uh, New Year's Eve over in Japan. Kazuto Aoka versus Ruji Fukunaga. And here's the result. Japan's Kazuto Aoka retained his WBO junior bantamweight uh, title after beating his compatriot Ryuji Fukunaga by unanimous decision in an evening held in Tokyo, Japan. Ioka did the right thing to win. He dedicated himself to scoring with more precise shots and did not risk at any time. He avoided exchanges before the great punch of Fukunga, who had won his of his 15 victories, 14 by knockout. Anyway, the champion ended up by winning a more complicated fight than expected, 118-110, 116-112, 115-113. And uh, congratulations uh, go to the Japanese fighter, who's looking pretty happy in the picture I see up on uh, the Boxing247.com page, probably because of that girl next to him. Anyway, on we go to another result. Uh, on uh, the first fight of the year, 1st of January, 2022, Luis Ortiz versus Charles Martin. This is one followed by uh, a lot of people, obviously, because it was the first of the new year, but in particular by our uh, own uh, talk and fight specialist from Knuckle Club, Mike Gore, and also uh, Cedric Ben, uh, the great trainer out of Windsor, Ontario. Anyway, top heavyweight Lewis King Kong Ortiz scored a six-round technical knockout of former heavyweight champion Charles Martin in a dramatic IBF heavyweight title eliminator showdown that headlined a Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view Saturday night from the Hard Rock Live at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. In a back-and-forth battle that topped the five-fight all-heavyweight pay-per-view, Ortiz, who's now 33-2 with 28 knockouts, recovered from two knockdowns to earn the TKO over the former heavyweight title holder, Martin, who's now 28-3-1 with 25 knockouts. The fight got off to a hot start in round one, with Martin landing a bruising left hand to the side of Ortiz's head that sent him down late in the frame, while Ortiz was able to regain his composure and do effective bodywork and snap his jab Martin struck once again at the end of round four, landing a hard jab with his right hand that put Ortiz down for the second time in the fight. I was very focused during this fight, said Ortiz. I was never worried. My trainer just told me to keep working the jab, and that's what I was able to do. In a battle of gargantuan southpaws, Ortiz landed the left hand that ultimately decided the fight, connecting on a counter early in round six and immediately dazed Martin, who looked potentially out on his feet. 
Ortiz quickly followed up with a flurry and scored the knockdown, leaving Martin with his glove tied up in the ropes. It was very difficult going southpaw against southpaw, so Ortiz, at the end of the day, my intelligence won the fight. And congratulations to Mr. Ortiz. Elsewhere, we see that boxing has been suspended in the United Kingdom. So uh, that match we were looking forward to, Chris Eubank Jr. versus Williams and all other bets, they're off. With the recent Omicron COVID variant running wild around the world, and especially in the UK, boxing has been suspended for the month of January with February under review. The bold move was based on freeing up NHS staff to deal with the current struggle with Omicron. With this in mind, the first major British bout casualty is the rearranged Chris Eubank Jr. versus Liam Williams bout that was scheduled for Cardiff, Wales. The British, board of, the British Boxing Board of Control released the following statement. Following advice from the British Boxing Board of Control Medical Panel, boxing tournaments under the under jurisdiction of the BBBOC will be suspended for the month of January. A further review by the medical panel and stewards will take place prior to the planned recommencement of boxing in February. Elsewhere in the United Kingdom, we see that we see that Kynock Boxing has signed Jordan Spence to a contract. It says, uh, Connock Boxing are delighted to welcome another Scottish boxer to their stable, Jordan Spence. Jordan boxed for O'Neill's Boxing Club as an amateur and will be trained by Brian Murphy in the pro ranks. Jordan is going to compete at Bantamweight and will make his debut in early 2022 with details to be announced soon. Elsewhere on the Connock front, we see that they've signed French flyweight champion Johanna Wanyu, young lady out of France. Uh, Connock Boxing's final signing of 2021 is one we're very excited about, says the press release, as they welcome Johanna Wanyu to our team. Johanna is a world-class talent. As an amateur, she claimed victory in 83 of her 91 contests. She also claimed a bronze in the world championships. As a professional, she's 3-0 and French flyweight champion. Johanna is now based in London, is training at the Churchill's boxing gym with Sam Mullins. She'll be back in the ring in early 2022. Elsewhere, we see that Alicia Baumgartner has signed with Eddie Hearn's Matchroom Group. Alicia Baumgartner signed a multi-fight promotional deal with Eddie Hearn and Matchroom. Baumgartner, who's 11-1 with seven knockouts, burst onto the world scene with a stunning knockout win over Terry Harper in Sheffield, England in November, ripping the WBC and IBO World Super Featherweight titles from the Doncaster star in the fourth round of her first world title fight. The 27-year-old is eyeing a massive year in 2022 and has made no secret of her targets to unify and become undisputed at 130 pounds, putting both IBF and WBO champion Michaela Mayer and WBA ruler Hyun Mi Choi on notice. And the Ohioan has made it clear to Hearn, Matchroom, and co-promoters, King's Promotions, what she wants, and that's all the marbles. She says, 2021 was definitely a breakthrough year for me. I had the great experience working with Matt Trump to win the WBC and IBO world titles in the UK. Signing this deal with them puts me in a position to achieve my next goal of becoming undisputed at 130 pounds. Being on top is to stay on top and continue being the athlete I know I am. In other news from other countries, positive 2021 end of year review for Eye of the Tiger Management and they are based out of Montreal. In spite of the upsets and challenges posed by the COVID pandemic, 
I of the Tiger Management wishes to highlight the accomplishments of its team at the end of the year fraught with emotion. The team doubled down in its efforts to present a total of 12 events all over the world, not only to ensure that its athletes continue to grow and scale world classifications, but also in order to respect its commitment to boxing fans in featuring quality bouts. David Lemieux is 43 and 4 with 36. Wow, that's a good record. 43 and 4 with 36 knockouts. Uh, anyway, his knockout victory over David Zagara last June resulted in his finishing second worldwide in the WBC rankings and third in the WBOs, fifth in the WBAs, and sixth in the rings. The WBC has mandated a world championship fight in 2022 between the heavy hitter and David Benavidez. Powerhouse. Arslanbek Mahmudov, who's 13-0 with 13 knockouts, defeated both Pavel Sauer and Akem Tepper, holding on to his NABF title and winning the NABA heavyweight belt. These accomplishments hoisted the Lion to the 10th place in the WBC and 9th in the WBA, bringing him that much closer to his ultimate goal of becoming the undisputed champion of the heavyweight division. And I hope that happens because we need the heavyweight division to be unclogged. For his part, Christian McBilly, who's 20-0-0 with 19 knockouts, shone on three separate occasions in 2021, reaching the ring's eighth place worldwide at the WBC's 10th. On December 11th, Solid sent a clear message to the entire middleweight division where he easily dominated every round of his battle against a tough and tenacious Ronald Ennis and held on to his WBC Continental America's belt. Eric Bazinian, who's 26 an O with 20 knockouts carved out his spot in the elite super middleweight division by quickly dispatching Scott Sinman. As a result, Bizot has attained seventh place in the WBA, eighth in the WBO, and 16th in the WBC. Mark Ramsey's protege is now on the cusp of world championship fights. So, encapsulation here 2021 was a good year for Ulysses Jr., who's 20 and 2. 11 knockouts, who offered a flawless performance against David Thiro, retaining his NABF light welterweight title. He's now 14th in the world division of the WBC and is moving quickly toward major fights in this division. Uh, quote, I'm very happy with the distance we have covered over the past 10 years of this positive review. We've made history by crowning not only the first Quebecois heavyweight world champion, Romain Stevin, but also super middleweight David Lemieux. And we have established a solid reputation on the world scene. As an organization, we have worked hard and learned a lot. The future is bright for EOTTM, I of the Tiger Management, in the coming years. And we intend to take the sport of boxing to a higher level. That is coming from EOTTM President Camille Estefan. The team extends heartfelt thanks to all those involved with the association, its fans, its partners, and members of the press for their support throughout the year. We wish you health and happiness in 2022 and look forward to seeing you. Elsewhere, we see the WBA has managed a 51.85% reduction of their champions so far as part of their ongoing process. Gilberto Jesus Mendoza, president of the WBA, in an interview with ESPN in early 2021, promoted to begin the title reduction process and has delivered. There are already seven categories with unified champions and 28 champions. When the process began, the WBA had 54 champions, 10 interim, 12 gold, 16 champions, and 16 super champions. 
The first measure was to eliminate all interim titles and remove the gold from the world championship status and request mandatory bouts or box-offs. The process has been fulfilled with bouts such as Eric Rosas versus Victorio Salidor in minimum, Luis Concepcion versus Artem Dalakian in flyweight, Jamal James versus Raja Budjak, to cite several examples. Although it's not been an easy job, a firm hand has been kept throughout the process to fulfill what was promised, and that the fans can see high-quality fights like the ones that they've watched this past year. As a result, they've managed to reduce the number of champions by 51.85% and to have 41% of the categories with only one champion. There's still a long way to go, but President Mendoza has affirmed that he will keep his commitment to fulfill what he has promised. Elsewhere, congratulations are in order for Clarissa Shields, who was included in the Guinness World Records of 2022. Salita Promotions wishes to congratulate their female superstar, Clarissa Shields, for inclusion in the 2022 installment of the Guinness World Records for becoming the first boxer in the four-belt era to hold all titles across two weight divisions simultaneously. On March 5th, 2021, Shields, who's 11-0 with two knockouts, scored a unanimous decision over Canada's Marie-Yves Decaire to add to the IDF and WBA Super Welterweight Championships to the WBC and WBO belts she already held. The greatest woman of all time was previously crowned the undisputed women's middleweight champion with a unanimous decision victory over Germany's Christian Christina Hammer in April 2019. No man or woman in boxing history has achieved that incredible feat. And for that reason, she has gone on to the Guinness Book of Records. Let's close this uh, episode off with some quotes from Keith Thurman, who's looking forward to his fight against Mario Barrios at the Mukalob Ultra Arena at Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas on the 5th of February, 2022. Keith Thurman says, in 2019, I fought many Pacquiao because that was the most exciting thing I could do then. Once I'm comfortable in this return, I'm coming for greatness. We know we've fallen from the ladder and we're looking up. That's okay, because we're going to take it one step at a time and get back to where we were in the top spot of the welterweight division. The fire has been burning inside me my whole life. It doesn't matter what we're competing in. When you're in this sport, you're in it to win. You have to be. That competitiveness, that competitiveness is natural for me. No matter how long I'm off, I'm thinking about boxing. I'm here to prove that I'm not the kind of fighter that you can write off. The cream is going to rise to the top. I might have fallen, but the bet, but you believe I'm going to rise again. The year is about to do. The year is a is a, the year is about doing what I have to do to be at the pinnacle of the division. Wow, what a tongue twister that was. Uh, I would love to have heard him say that. All right. Anyway, uh, for more. Press quotes from Keith Thurman and Mario Barris. Please go to boxing247.com. And I thank you once again for joining me here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And thank you to my special friends over boxing247.com. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. And we'll see you back again tomorrow.